Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. I'm writer, director, and producer Yvonne Latrell. Guys and dolls, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. Um, thank you for all of the love and the support. And remember, if you would like to be a guest on the show, if you have a show idea, or if you'd like to advertise your business or product, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Yvonne Latrell. And um, with me today is uh, my co-host, SC and guest co-host uh, Frank, and we have a guest coming on um, in a little while, five fifty block. But um, yeah, so right now I'm gonna just talk with uh, the co-hosts, both of them, um, Frank and SC. Hey, What's hello. Up? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. Thanks for asking. Happy Friday, TGIF, guys. (laughs) Let's go. Definitely, definitely, definitely. (laughs) Yvonne know I laughed when she said that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just thought about why... Why you're laughing? It's just always something with you. Just something, always something out of control. Just out of control for no damn reason. Why, why are you laughing for Friday? <laughs> because because he's a freak. That's why. Oh, Freaky Friday. No, nope. that is not why. You know, something to do with the full moon or something. No, no, no. Huh? I'm going to tell you, uh, Frank. Okay. No, uh, retrograde or something. No, TGIF tongue goes in first. (laughs) Oh, dude, you gotta no, dude, you gotta do the fucking finger test first, man. He's out of of control. He is so out of control. The last time we had the TGIF. He wanted to end it like, hey, you want to know what TGIF stands for? Like, hey, yeah, thank God it's Friday. No, that's not why. It's just always something freaky with this man. <laughs> I applaud your bravery, uh, SC. Uh, listen, you know me, man. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way in. If I can't go in half, I'm going to go all the way in, you know? All right. I'm not sure uh, how far uh, how it's actually good. Huh? <laughs> I'm not sure how far it actually goes. I'm sure there's a bottom somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, you know. Somewhere. All right, so in a couple more weeks, we got the Tank and Ryan Garcia fight. I got to say this. I have Tank winning it if he fights him strategically. If he goes in there, he stands in front of Ryan Garcia, I can see Ryan Garcia hitting with a flash knockdown, and it could cost Tank the fight. You know? Um, yeah. They're both strong. Ryan is a little faster than Tank, but Tank is much stronger than Ryan. Tank did a lot of smart things in his fight. You know, he um, he has in his claws, you know, he can't rehydrate. You know, he has to drop weight. He has to come in at a catch weight and things like that, you know, um, which is smart. If you are, if you are um, a fighter and you need an advantage, you use every rule in the book, especially if you're coming yeah. in as champion. And I think they're fighting for each other's title or they're fighting for um, Tank's title, you know. You use everything. In the, a win is a win. I don't care how you go about doing it, especially in the ring. A win is a win, you know. Um, people talk about um, this is, you know, and this and this is 12 years after their protégés, both of their protégés fought each other. And I'm talking about Mayweather and um, De La Hoya, you know. So this, yeah. is, this is like um, the continuous, like, history repeating itself or part two to the first fight, you know. 
But I think this fight is going to be a little more exciting because um, I don't know if I would say Mayweather was exciting in that fight with with him and De La Hoya. You know, De La Hoya was moving, throwing punches and everything, but I think that this is going to definitely be a knockout, drag-out fight. Um, that's that's basically my prediction on that, you know. Um you got a bunch of sporting events coming out. You know, you got some UFC stuff coming out. You know, people are watching wrestling. I used to watch wrestling back in the days, but I don't really care too much for it, you know. I, I just one day I just stopped watching and never watched it again. So I see all these new people, and I'm like, who the hell is that, you know. So I know yeah, they exactly. got WrestleMania this weekend too, you know. Um, I know that John, John Jones, he – um. He's supposed to be fighting soon. And um, Iggy Izzy, he's supposed to be fighting again. The guy that he lost to, right? If I'm not mistaken. Pereira. The guy that he lost in the kickboxer. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, he got okay. knocked out by him like two or three times he lost to him. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't beaten him yet, Pereira. He, uh, yeah, he's in glory, yeah. glory kickboxing. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, man, Knocked you know what's crazy cold. about fighting? You know, and you know this, right? You know, you were you were a combat sport fighter, you know, and you notice know that if a person gets in your head yeah. and you think you could beat them, but you don't believe you could beat them, you'll lose that yep. fight. And you say to yourself, yeah, I Absolutely. think I could beat this guy. But if you fight him and you don't believe, and I don't think Izzy believed that he could beat him. I don't think Izzy had it in his mind. He is so caught up in that loss. You understand what I'm saying? In the kickboxing, that when he fought him this next time, I thought Izzy had it. Izzy really had the fight until he just gave it up. And to me, he just gave up. You know, he he, he was yeah. backpedaling and everything, and he got him. He caught him, you know. And like I said, a win is a win. I don't care if he was winning the whole fight and he caught you 30 seconds into the fight and you went to sleep or he submitted you 30 seconds. Even though you were getting your ass whooped, a win is a win. You know, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah, I think he beat him. That, I, you know, I think he beat him three times. I think Izzy lost to this guy three times, which is in uh, in glory. I'm gonna let me pull it up real quick just to double check. I know two for sure, but I'm I'm pretty positive it was three times. This is like the one guy that he can't beat. So if that doesn't get into your head, you know, I don't know, I don't know what will. Kind of how like yeah. did you watch the uh, the Mayweather McGregor boxing match a few years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the whole time, Connor was talking all that shit, trying to get in uh, in Mayweather's head, man. But and McGregor looked great. He he actually uh, he surprised him. He said he even surprised um, Mayweather. Said he surprised him how fast he is. He hit him with some very quick shots, like landed legit. Yeah, Mayweather didn't let him uh, let him hit him. So. But yeah, he he talked all that shit. But Mayweather's a pro, man. You can't you can't beat Mayweather. Let me see. But that's him. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, You're welcome. I don't know. They got they got some um, some interesting fights coming up soon. You know, I just want boxing to be exciting again. You know, and going back to the statement of somebody getting in somebody's head. I don't know if you remember the Mike Tyson Holyfield fight. The first time that they fought, I was I was yeah. um, rooting for Tyson. I said Tyson's gonna beat him. Then when I seen how easily Holyfield beat him, when they fought the second time, I said Holyfield's gonna beat him again because Mike can't get that loss out of his head. Mike has yeah. never had a, a a rematch with somebody he's lost to. You understand what I'm saying? Was the and second fight, was get the, second fight the one that he bit his ear off? Uh, no. Was it? It was the first fight? It might have been. No, no, no. Yeah. Was it the first fight? The answer was the first fight. It was their last fight. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm going to tell you, man, I was disappointed with him in the Lennox Lewis fight. I just knew Mike was going to beat Lennox. You know, that was a nice little round table fighting that they had with um, Tyson and Lewis, Lewis and Holyfield. Um, the Holyfield and Riddick Bowe saga, you know, them, them, them fights were good. You know, those were, those were some good fights, 
you know. And if you want to go a little lower class, you know, back to Ryan Garcia and um, Tank, you know, you had the Sugar Ray Leonard's, uh, the the Rands, the Hearns, you know. And I don't think we've had too many exciting fighters coming up like we do with um with these two, you know. Um, now you have um, what's the other kid's name? Damn, I care. Stevenson. You know. Then you got the Cholo twins. You know. Um, you got Spence. You know. You got a bunch of new guys coming up that I think uh, will hopefully will bring some excitement once they start fighting each other. Because who they're fighting now, I don't think I don't think it's exciting at all. Hasn't brought me to saying y'all want to see this fight, you know. And I'm I'm really debating about going to the Ryan Garcia and Tank fight, you know. Oh I'm man, really debating on you, going, you know. Where's it at? Um, I think they're gonna do it in Vegas. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. But you know, I got um, you know, I got you know, I got my connection, you know. Right. Um. So I'm gonna use that. You know, so I don't know. Oh, you know, Floyd, he's, he's making a killing, man. Floyd, Floyd, you know, everybody's saying, oh, he's doing all these exhibitions and all this, but Floyd is getting paid, you know. Oh, yeah. Floyd is definitely getting paid. They said that Floyd had um had, uh, stopped Tank from training at his gym. He told him not to let him in. You know, I don't know how true it is. I'm just hearing, you know, you know, stories. You know, I don't know how true it is. I don't, I don't, I didn't hear Tate come out and say it, you know. Oh, man. But I hope that, and he got a lot of stuff going on with him outside the ring, too. Tank, you know, I hope he gets himself together, you know. But, <clears throat> well, and other news. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just um, charged I, I, that, uh, yeah, what were you going to say? Okay, yeah, I just want to say something real quick, so hold that thought. Um, I just want to say, um, guys and dogs, check out uh, D. Sanders of Overseer Enterprises, LLC, who is a vet in the music industry as an artist manager and consultant. He's um, out here creating opportunities for indie artists advocating for their success, uh, check out his website, uh, com. Again, that's www.overseerpublications.com. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vanna. <laughs> Thank you, Vanna, for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but, yeah, um, oh, that lady um, in Mississippi that killed her, I, I think I spoke about it the last time we had this show, um, they charged her, you know. And I personally think the mother should be charged, too, because I think the mother egged that on. I'm talking about the, the woman that killed her husband on um, – Live. Live. I don't know if any of y'all seen it, but yeah, yeah I, well, I didn't see it. I, I, yeah, I heard a little of it, but not not much. Yeah. See, um, they were arguing. He was trying to get away from a long story short. She followed him, chased him damn near out the house, and then shot him when he was leaving. You know, I wasn't there. You know, I I can't. You know, I can only speak of what I heard because the video goes black. Allegedly. You know. Yeah. And that was. Allegedly, yeah, you know, so I'm not saying that she, I know she pulled the trigger, I know that much, you know, so. But you know what, it was another. She did it in front of the kids, you know. Okay, it it, it was another story uh, um, similar to that. It was a guy, now this one right here, I really don't don't know it. Um, it, I think it was maybe the week before last. Um. I don't know if he went to his baby mother's job. I don't know if she worked at Walmart. Um, anyways, long story short, the only thing I know is that he called her live, and he, he had their two-year-old child in his lap, and he he strangled the child to death, and he was telling um, the 
uh, his baby mother, look what you made me do. And then he called the grandfa- grandfather to show uh, the grandfather the the dead child. Um, wow. I'm going to find that story, and I'll bring I'll bring it up Tuesday, but I'm going to send it to you. Um, I'll send it uh, to both of y'all so y'all can look at it. But, I mean, I mean, it's, first of all, like, that is your child, too. So what do you mean, look look at what you made me do? There's nothing, like, I don't care if he um, seen her fucking somebody, fucking somebody dick, whatever. Like, nothing should, you know, make you kill your own, kill anybody, Unless, I mean, you, you know, your life is just in danger and you just have to protect yourself. But, I mean, come on. He, people is crazy. Yeah. This, uh, so much mental health issues, you know? Yes. And it's this shit that can't be addressed and they won't want to address it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm going to tell you. So I was watching a video um, talking about mental health. And this guy, I don't know where it was at but he had a gun in his hand and the sheriff walked up on him and the sheriff is pointing his gun at him. And he says, please don't make me do this to you. And he said, yo, I'm a military vet. He said, they won't do nothing for me. He said, shoot me. He said, please. He said, I'm a vet too. He was like, you know, and I felt it. I felt his pain. And then after the cop got him to surrender, the cop walked off and you could hear the cop crying, you know? And it's sad because you got so many military vets that are going through yeah. something. The government, they said they'll do something for them, but they really not, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to, it's, it's just, you never know. You could be a person's last straw, you know? It could just, you could just be the person to make somebody snap one day, you know? Like, they look at the, look at the, um, okay, so now it's coming out. That allegedly, I don't know, but the the shooting, the shooting in Nash, what was it? Um, Nashville? Nashville. Yeah, with the twenty-eight yeah, year old. That it was a transgender. Was a transgender. They saying that it really, she really wasn't a girl. It was a guy. It was oh a my gosh! No way. Yeah. Yep. So. There were stories about the, the community, the transgender community. Oh, my community. gosh. I definitely need to look Talking that up. About, I mean, it's the weekend, so I can really, you know, yeah, relax so. and just go over a lot of stuff, catch up on a lot of things. The news is that sad, is crazy. You know? And it's supposed to be, you know. That's that's why it's called the news, you know. Something, you know, I don't know. Anything you want to talk about, uh, Frank? No, I'm just listening. I mean, the um, I know the what you're talking about, it was like this transgender um, shooter or whatever. And, and, and because of that, they felt, it says here, um, the national shooter felt no other effective way to be seen. Uh, that's what, and they're calling it like a radical trans group or whatever. But that's why uh, that, that shooter killed, they, they went into like a um, Christian school, a Presbyterian school, and they wanted to take yeah. out like the Christians or whatever, because they feel like they're getting hate from, you know Christianity that they're not you know accepting the trans community community or whatever it is. So um, I mean, you could definitely be seen. Obviously, now you're seen, but like it's that that's to me. I I, just, I don't understand that level of like straight up evil or right. You know, it's it's all tied up in the mental health health. It's all tied up in like. When you turn to something like that, you have no outlet. Like, you have so much bottled up inside you, and you have no, like, you don't know how to unpack it. You don't know how to anything, and you just explode in these crazy ways, man. I just don't. Man, it's it's very, very sad, you know take out people's children or, or anyone in general, right. it doesn't make any sense. I mean, to me. yeah. You know? and it, to me, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, it's bad enough, like, to, you know, like you said, just to kill anyone. But, I mean, these children, like, the kids, they're so, oh, my gosh, I don't know. I mean, because everybody is innocent in, um, in this case, but I, I just don't, I just don't understand it period like going anywhere um shooting up anything anyone like just kill yourself and just you know what i'm saying like why you got to go 
um, taking someone's, you know, all these people's lives. Just take your own life and call it a day. Yeah, it's about making a statement, you know, for the most part. All of them want to make uh, what, a statement. What is the statement, statement you know. um, that you're psychotic? Well, that nobody hears them until they do something to that, that extent, you know? Oh, my gosh. What? Nobody yeah. nobody cares about them until they do something crazy, you know. And I'm not advocating for them in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I'm just trying to make yeah. sense, you know, there's, to my understanding yeah, of what. You know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Like no, 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 no. No, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just reading this, too. And, and uh, so it's talking about it's the trans resistance network who they labeled a um, trans, what they label it as a um, radical trans group. It's like, that sounds nuts. It's called the trans resistance network. And this is on Twitter. You guys can look it up if you want to. And the first thing they say is in quotations, hate has consequences. This is coming from the trans resistance network. It says radical Mm -hmm. trans activist group, the trans resistance network, has released a statement mourning the death of the Nashville Christian School mass shooter. So they're mourning the death of the shooter, not the children. The statement says uh-uh. there were two tragedies, the murder of the children and school staff and also that of Aubrey Aiden Hale, who it warns should not be misgendered. So they're warning the shooter better not be misgendered. Ahead of the mass shooting, trans activists had urged vengeance against Tennessee and conservatives for banning the medical transitioning of children. That's why this shooting happened. That's crazy. Very. That's crazy. That's, 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 I don't know, man. Most of these fucking people can't even tell what, what shoe goes on the right foot. So what the hell makes them think that they know what type of gender that they're supposed to be? You understand what I'm saying? These kids can't yeah. even yeah. can't even tie their shoes. Can't even start a. Can't even have a, a an intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. And they talking about you know oh they have the right to you know these kids can't even count. Some of these kids can't even count properly. Some of these kids can't even read. But you telling me that they have the choice of telling you what body they should be in? That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's crazy. it is. Because back in the day, we did have some of the kids did play with dresses and stuff like that, and we explained to them, hey, boys don't do that. Boys don't play with this. Boys don't do that. But now it's like a whole type of, um, you know, training. Oh, yeah, if you feel like you want to wear a dress, go ahead and wear a dress. You know, be, you know, and everybody talks about, oh, they wore this type of clothes back in the 60s and the 70s. So what's the difference now? They wore it for a fashion statement, not for a gender, not for showing what type of gender they identify with. That's the difference, you know? So at what point in time are we going to say, hey, boys are boys, girls are girls? Oh, no, you're a boy, but you can think you're a girl, and you're a girl, you can think you're a boy. Hmm. If that's what you hmm. think, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'm not downing anybody that thinks that way. I'm not at all, no shape, way, form. I can't talk about you because you're, I'm not the one that's going to judge you if you are going to be judged. You understand what I'm saying? That's not my job. Everybody is equal. Everybody is a human being. There's, there's only one race, the human race. You, I know you all have heard that before. Everybody's talking about, oh, no, you got black, you got white, you got this, you got that. No, we're all one race, the human race. We all bleed the same. We all got skin. We all got eyes. We all got lungs. We all got something about us that is connected that we all have for us to still be alive. You yeah. know? So I don't know, man. This is, you know, the world that we live in, it's, it's a world of confusion. And now people are saying, oh, I identify as this, I identify as that. Okay, no problem. I don't have a problem with you identifying with anything. I don't have a problem with that. You know, but when it starts getting outrageous where, you know, you had the the guy in North Carolina or the girl in North Carolina, she identified herself as a blind person and she blinds herself. You had a guy in, in Canada, he identified as a handicapped person, he cut off his arm. 
You know, it's like at what point in time do you say, okay, listen, we need to make sense of this. We can we can cater to some things, but not everything. Yeah. You know, so just, the world is just getting wild. You know, there's no morals about anything. You know, none whatsoever. There's no morals about that. You know, it's like a free brawl. You know, <laughs> just do what you want. Be what you want, you know, and that's hey, that's you, that's you, you know. I don't, I don't knock you for it, you know. But let's stick to what's bi- biological, what's what's biology, when it comes to the kids. Let's stop confusing them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the children are yeah, they're very impressionable. You can make them think anything, do anything. I mean, it's it's you know, you have to really take care of your children and that's really what this is all about too. But, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like you, you can, if I meet you in person or see you in person and you're like, Hey, I want to be referred to as whatever pronoun or gender or female, whatever, I will call you that. I think the whole thing is just like, don't, you know, don't make it like this legal thing. Don't try to put it in the constitution or whatever, where we have to then right. don't make it a law where yeah. if I, it, it's like a hate crime if I don't say it, or if I slip up exactly. accidentally and mispronoun or gender you, then I'm now going to lose my mm-hmm. job. <laughs> Excuse me. So there's a lot to it. I'm, it's, it's all individual respect. I will respect everyone individually. I don't care what you do. And I think the world needs more of that. But when you have like this tribal, like let's get together, and no matter what the group is, I don't care what it is, um, it, it becomes dangerous. There's no – like you lose yeah. the whole individual sovereignty, the whole individual liberty type thing that, that you're fighting for when you group together. I mean, if we all come together now, if we if we stop looking at, you know, kind of these smaller sects of what's going on in the country, in our own country, and come together as one, we you know, we got a whole world right now that's – trying to crash the dollar and potentially start World War III, like none of that shit's going to matter here potentially in the next year or two or if like nukes start flying. Who's going to give a shit about anything else besides survival at that point? And, you know. Right. And they so, just had a big thing world. about that. They just had a big thing about that, about the, the, the these countries are getting rid of the American dollar. And if they do, we're in trouble, we're in big trouble. The acronym is BRICS, uh, yep. Brazil, Russia, India, China. Um, South Africa. South Africa, yeah. Yep. Yep. They've got Saudi Arabia now. Not, They've got um, Venezuela. Um, yep, there's Russia. There's a bunch of other countries. Yep. Russia's so, using the yen with China, you know, so. Well, you get rid of being in a yep. lot of trouble, and I and I I think I said this on the last podcast that we are eighty trillion dollars in the hole, eighty trillion dollars, and by the time the interest and everything hits by twenty twenty five, they said it might be up to eight hundred trillion dollars that we owe in debt, you know, and. Mm. That means people 401Ks are going to suffer. Social Security is going to suffer. If you don't have a pension, and even if you have a pension, that might suffer as well. You know, you're not going to be able to put your money in the bank. And they digitize everything. Who's to say that you did have money? Because they'll be able to control what's in your account or what's showing in your account. I don't know if y'all ever seen that movie, The Net, with Sandra Bullock. It's yeah, I know what you're talking movie, about, but I never seen it. But it's very relevant. Very relevant. They made this. Mm. What's this the movie called? Think that she didn't even, it's called The Net. The Net, okay. With Sandra Bullock. Yeah. When you get a chance, look at it. It's an old movie, you know? Okay, but, you well, know, we are going to get ready to uh, bring in um, our guest. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, five fifty block, are you there? Yeah, y'all can hear me. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. What's up, man? 
Jealous of Ops, people. How y'all? How everybody? Good. How about you? Complain. How you doing? I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. about to go to the studio. No regular. <clears throat> okay, okay. Appreciate you stopping through to talk to us for a little bit. You know, let us yeah, you know, know who you are. You know. Okay, okay. I heard you were um, you were born in Brooklyn. What part? Best stop. Best stop. Born and raised. Uh, Graduated from Boys and Girls High School. Man, shout out to the style. Shout out to Brooklyn on the check-in. Man, you know that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I used to box on Marcus Garvey and Gates in Bad Star. I know exactly who you, you, know. you took talking about. <laughs> With Mark Breland and Zab and all of them we got, yeah. Zab mm-hmm. came over to Gleason. You know, we used to train over at Gleason, too. You know, but yeah. Yeah, man. I was in Gleason so, um, a little bit, too. Okay, so you know um, Bruce Silverblade and all of them. Texas Roca and... Um, yeah. Uh, what's this dude's name? He had, like, a, a funny name, um... Damn, I don't want to. Chicho. I can't think of his name. He had a phone. Chicho. Was it Chicho? Yeah. And he's from Albany Projects, but he used to train me on in Greece as well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Chicho used to be with Gijo, Gijo, Gijo or Chicho. I think it was Gijo. Something like that. Like one or two, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, you know, please tell us a little, tell the audience about yourself, man. You know, a little more yeah. about the music, you know. Yeah, you already know what's going on. It's your boy 550 Flock, big 550. Born and raised out of Brooklyn. I'm currently at, um, I'm currently at Miami right now going crazy. You know, um, my music. I really don't like to put my music in a box. I feel like I do, you know, all genres. I fuck with everything, you feel me? But uh, primarily, I guess, you know, trap, drill. You know, I got a few reggaeton tracks, you feel me? Whatever I'm vibing with at the moment or, you know, whatever makes sense, you feel me? Um, yeah, regular, you know, regular shit. I'm off for can I curse it? I of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we open. Oh, right. Anything goes. Anything goes here. Yeah, sometimes. We, yeah. We out of control over here. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, how long have you been making music? Um, I've been recording music for, let's say, technically speaking, five years. I took a year also, like four, four or five years. But I was a um I've been in the music industry and dealing with music since like two thousand nine. I was a manager before I was an artist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So have you um been signed to any major groups? Any major labels or anything? Um, yeah, I currently industry? got this with um with with Empire. Um but um Packwards, I don't know if y'all know what Packwards on they uh number one artist right now or the only artist at the moment in <laughs> Packers Entertainment. Yeah. I used to rock out with Bel Air, but right now it's just me, my my team. I'm trying to do my um start my own little little situation. So he's in the music group. But right now we just doing through through Empire. <laughs> okay. So are you just dealing with rappers or are you dealing with everybody as far as, you know, which you get ready to Link up with other people, other artists. Nah, I, I deal with just talent, bro. Whatever, as long as you know it's moving the people, it's moving the crowd. Like even if you take a look at my Instagram, sometimes like yo, people be like, like yo, what the fuck this dude do everything, bro? I, as long as it, 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 as long as it move the people, bro, I'm with it. <clears throat> okay, okay. Who you worked with in the mainstream, artist wise? Uh, Fabio Foreign, Sosa Geek, I got Pushaisky, NLE Chopper, um, All My J, um, I, I even got a Snoop, Fresher, uh, hmm. and the list go on, bro. I hate name dropping this shit, but you feel me? I'm out there. I, I, 
I've been doing this for a little minute, but I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I had a nice little little head start in the game. So as soon as I got, as soon as I came out, I got straight to a link up with the right people you feel me, and put me in position. Okay. 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 Out of all them artists, of the top of your head, who who did you have the, the most fun with working with? Of course, Snoop. I ain't even gonna lie. Snoop is. I say this all the time, bro. Snoop is one of the realest artists and people and just individuals that I know, bro. And just that, you know, the experience bobbing and bonding with him, you know, that shit was priceless. And just smoking with Snoop is on, on the average motherfucker bucket list, you feel me? And I, just, I did that multiple times, bro. And just how much I learned from him and just seeing how real he is, you know, compared to a lot of these other rappers and individuals in this game, you know, it's just really stuck with me and moved me and basically kind of motivated me to be more like him, you know what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So are you dropping anything this year? Any album or any EP? I mean, I'm not really too crazy on the whole idea album thing right now. I feel like people's attention spans is too low. I got people, they screaming for an album, but I don't know. They got to, they got to, they got to scream a little harder for me. I'm more, I focus more on the singles, you feel me? I'll be dropping singles back to back and Instagram content revolving around that single. I don't even focus too much on the, on, on the music videos no more. Like my whole shit is different, bro. I, like I don't really feed into the, into the cloud and, and like what the next man doing, bro. I do shit my way to how I want to do it and how my fans and my supporters want it done, you feel me? Like, fuck with the, with the matches. If you ain't fucking with me anyway, I really don't give a fuck how you feel about, you know, my process. But the way I'm rocking now, you know, my fans is rocking with it. And by, I feel like by me not dropping that album yet, you know, it's building up that anticipation for, like, yo, when I finally do. But, um... I released one EP last year, but since then it's straight singles. I just dropped one for the hell of it. That shit going crazy right now. I ain't gonna lie. It's like my my comeback single, my first single I dropped since um you know I came back. Like I said, I took a year off and shit like that. Um, about to drop um giving out answers GOA, fucking. I'm also about to drop some for the ladies. Bob out. I'm going crazy right now. I ain't even gonna lie. Okay, okay. Right, right, right. Do you have so? Do you have an artist that you would love to collaborate with right now, or you would like to collaborate with? Um, if you had to pick somebody out the group, yo, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. And that's how that's why, like, if you like, my career is the way it is, bro. Because I'm just like a weird ass individual. You feel me? Like, if I was like everybody else and like clout chasing and trying to get next to the niggas for this and that, you feel, I would have been, like, superstar status, you feel me? But that ain't really, like, me. Like, all my features and all the people I link up, like, the vibes be organic, you feel me? Like, we organically come to the conclusion, like, yo, let's make a track, you feel me? You know, let's do something, yo, then we in the spot together or some shit like that, and, like, the vibes is just it. So, I mean, I don't really... I'm not really looking to be like doing no features. No, I guess like just to answer the question, you know, you definitely say a nigga like Fab or like Drake or some shit like not even Drake. I don't even fuck. Well, like Fab, I, I fuck with Fab. Me and Fab, that's on. That's somebody I, I would. I'm definitely looking forward to working with. Other than that, you feel me? I really don't care. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what's your what's your my, yeah. my <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What's your top five artists? My top five artists of all time or like right yeah. now? Yeah, let's go all with time. all time. And then we'll go with then we'll go with right now. Um well, definitely Fab Fab got it. Kanye got mm-hmm. it. Um mm-hmm. J. Cole got it. Of course Jay got it. Um Damn big. Nah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> now I'm all time. Like you did all time. Now, right now. Who's who's your top right five? Now? Right now. 
Yes, sir. Five fifty fucking flop. Right. Damn. I ain't gonna lie, yo. It's weird to say, but Ice Spice doing her thing right now. Like, if you talking numbers and shit, and really like activity, she moving and shaking. You feel me? I can't really knock her. Uh, Fuck her on. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> um, who else I be listening to? Yo, I don't even who got it right now. Bobby definitely got it. You can't take that from him. Bobby got it. Bobby going crazy. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm a nigga, hey, bro. I'm cool, so weird. Like I don't uh-huh. really. I it, I gotta catch a. I gotta catch a, a a song, a new song, or a new nigga. You feel me? Or somebody gotta put me on this shit. Not even on no hate and shit like that. But I be on my own zone. You feel me? On my own world. I really don't be having time to catch up with these uh, like new artists and shit. Okay, okay. Unless they really making waves, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any um outside goals in the industry um, that you want to fulfill yeah, by this bro. year? I just want to take it to the top. Bro. I just dropped a book. So I'm thinking about probably dropping another one after that. I just dropped a book. It's called How to um, Unlock Your Inner Potential. It's more of a, like a, a introduction to my um, courses and classes that I offer. And I think I want to just make a full book. I definitely want to hit the movie screen for me. I'll be on my acting shit a little bit too, you feel me? Um, I don't know, bro. Like, I just want I. Like, my shit, I just be going crazy, bro. Whatever makes sense at the time and whatever is going to get me to the next level. I mean, my whole overall goal is to be able to, you know, provide for me and mine, you feel me, and, and, and live a life where we just more than surviving, you feel me, like we able to thrive and, you know, enjoy, you feel me, and, and leave money and shit behind for, 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 the, for our kids and shit like that. So as long as that's, like, Getting done, how I do it, I really don't care, bro, to be honest. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so what what you think your second book is gonna be about? Do you have any plans as far as what 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 the second book's gonna be about or Yeah, I feel like um I'm gonna go more in depth on how to improve your lifestyle and like how to become the person that you you know, you want to be and live the life that you want to live. The first one is just a short ebook, fifty something pages. Uh, so it was more like I said, an introduction to the actual um, to my courses. But the fucking, I'm getting so much of a crazy ass feedback. You feel me? Like makes me want to, you know, actually make a full act, full, full, full guideline or whatever. How you, how you want to put it? You feel me? Like my shit right now, my whole shit is coming up. You know, I live I live both sides of the table or both sides. You know, I'm, I'm from the block now. I'm on the ballroom. You feel me? I want to be the nigga that I let people know. Like you feel me? You ain't got to be out here killing and stealing and selling drugs and you know, risking your life. You feel me? To to drive nice cars, have money, fuck nice bitches, or you know, live that lifestyle. You know that everybody trying to live. I feel like the reason they doing it is you know for the for those person, for those benefits, you feel me? But there's other ways to get to it, you feel me? I like to, you know, I'm out here, I'm dressed the same way as the drug dealers and the rappers and all that, and I do the same shit, drive the same cars, live the same life without taking the same risk, you feel me? Actually, I feel like I benefit a lot more. So I just like the whole image that I'm trying to put out right now, you feel me, the whole vibe I'm trying to give at the moment. <clears throat> okay, okay. So you you feel like you you definitely a motivator, you know. It sounds like you know you you can definitely give some feedback to people and help them better their lives, you know. If you Not have fine. one thing to change, yeah. Oh, okay. If you had one thing to change, what would it be? I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Like my life been so fucking crazy, and. 
But it's been crazy to the point where all of that craziness and shit that I've been through, the obstacles, the struggles, like that shit, built me and transformed me into the person I am, bro. So it's like I can't even knock it. Like, I don't even want to change none of this shit. Like, it may have been hard or whatever, but in the result, you know, always benefited. Like, y'all, and I'm just now learning that shit. And these little examples that I like to get into, like, people and little shit that I put in my books, you feel me? Like, fucking every negative that I've ever been through, as far as I could think, you know, ended up or resulting in some positive, you know? So at the moment, it may have felt like a negative, you know? I've been, I've been in time where it's been a point in my life, but even now, nigga, like, I done fucking lost everything that I fucking love, you feel me? And at the moment or going through it, you be so fucked up, like, yo, what was me? Why this happening to me? Blasey, blasey. But eventually, you know, you losing that shit have resulted in and, and this and that and that. Like, for instance, you feel me? Not even get too much in it, but, you know, fucking, I'm, I was in a crazy-ass committed relationship. Uh-huh, you know, those shit was going, whatever, whatever. And it had me to move to Miami. I was living in L.A., you know, fucking wilding out, living life, enjoying shit. You know, everything was lit until I moved to Miami. And then I'm like, the whole time I'm going through this, I'm like, yo, damn, I just wasted my bread. You know, I just did this. I lost that time ever, man. Shit, you feel me? I'm all the way in Florida now. Like, But the things that I'm doing now, the networking, the money, the the fucking deals, the partnerships, the sponsorships, everything that I got going on now would have never happened if I would have moved to Miami, bro. So every little shit like that, like, I'm so grateful. Like, I don't, I went through that negative because now I have receiving so much more positive because of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, all right. You have, um, so, so it sounds like you have a, a good, you know, backing. You got a good, um, foundation and, people that that hold you down in the game as far as um your moral support basically you got a good moral support I mean, group or or am i just assuming i, I could say <laughs> i could say the people that i do have uh you know they hold a lot of weight in that area you feel me i don't have a large group but i have a powerful group put it like that you feel me a select for a few and, I mean, like I don't right. know. Like I've been through, I've been through a lot of shit. You feel me? So people was funny as fuck, and I tend to be on my own. You know, I don't really fuck with that many people. Like I'm, a, I'm in a spot. You won't see me with a whole entourage and shit. You just see me on the necessary members. You feel me? And that's it. Like, like that's the thing about me too, bro. Like I and. and I done been on both sides. Like I said, I done been on the block. I done been on the street. Like, I ain't always have this mindset. You feel me? So, with that being said, I done learned from my situations that it taught me that, you know, you got to move with a select few. You feel me? And these niggas may say one thing, but whole intentions be a whole nother way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know how that goes. Definitely. Yes. You know how that is. Uh, you know. So, if you had some advice that you can give somebody right now that's trying to get to the music industry or whatever, what would it be? Um, first and foremost, you feel me? You gotta, you gotta really sit here and make this decision. Like, I want it. Am I doing this for the money? Or if I'm doing it because I just love music, you feel me? Because it's to- two totally different ways you're gonna attack it once you figure that out. You feel me? And if you are doing it for the money, and you got to realize the people that you expect is go- that's going to support you in the beginning is not. You know, those probably going to be the biggest haters out of, oh, you can't do this. Yo, why you get, why you doing that? You feel me? They not going to mm-hmm. jump on the wave and say they see everybody else jump on the wave. And it's so right. weird and crazy. You feel me? But that's just how it is. Fucking it is. Don't blow your bread. Don't go to, like, I'm wasting money on clubs and shit and all that. Every little extra dollar you get, put it to perfecting your craft, you know, especially in the beginning. Fucking all of that extra bottle money, that's studio time, you know, extra drip money, that's fucking production time. 
fucking the marketing or whatever the case may be. And then you got to fucking understand, too, like, motherfuckers be out here with their fucking hand out looking, begging and shit, begging everybody. You got to mm-hmm. invest in yourself. You feel me? Like, I hate mm-hmm. seeing motherfuckers Balenciaga's out and, and fucking dripped out and this and that. You feel me? 9,000 outfits asking me for a fucking free feature or free advice or whatever fucking cause or whatever you asking for. You feel me? Take that same money yeah. and do what I did. You feel me? And take that sacrifice and invest it in yourself. You feel me? Then you're going to see other niggas who invest too. You feel me? Because if you don't believe in yourself enough to take your bread, your lives, and put it in your crib, what the fuck make you think the next man is? You feel me? I yeah. Definitely, definitely. That is that is definitely facts, man. They say if you want yes. to be successful, find strangers to support you. Because friends right. can be the worst ones, you know, and, and, it, and it's true, man. Sometimes it is. You know, sometimes your friends will be the worst, you know. And I'm not saying all, because I got some great friends. I really do, you yeah. know. And um, But... At the end of the day, I also know that strangers also help mold and help create who you are, you know? That's a um, fact. That's a fact. You know? My, so my most respected members you, and supporters of new people, people that I'm just now meeting along the journey. I know that's mm, right. Okay. Yes. So besides the rap, do you have any other hobbies? Do you have any hobbies that you do outside of the music? I mean, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I said, I be in everything, bro. Like you, literally, you name it, I do it. Fucking, I be I, okay, okay. I, I, I fucking act. I be doing my little skits. You feel me? I got um few skits with a couple million views on it. You feel me? Um, I be in my modeling shit. I got a clothing line. Fucking, I party, promote. I just, I make NFTs. I draw. You feel me? Like I got a lot of shit going on, bro. Like I said, like my whole shit. One, you definitely need um, at least seven streams of revenue. You feel me? You're supposed to be getting a paycheck every day, some way, somehow. You feel me? Yeah. And two, yeah. I just don't like to be in a box. I'm a Gemini, bro. I'm like one of the motherfuckers, bro. My biggest battle is figuring out what I want to fucking get done today. You feel me? Because I can do so much. You know, and I feel like it'd be a gift and a fucking curse. I'd be battling with myself. Okay, okay, okay. Luckily, luckily we live in a uh, social media era, you know, before it was, and that was one of my fucking, I don't know, battles. It's like, damn, my my pages is so confusing, or what do I want to do, or this, that, and that. But now, Thanks to social media, you know, that kind of is the goal, to have these people on your page for hours at a time, like, not leaving. I got shit for sports fans, car fans, fucking music fans, art fans, whatever the fuck you like, I got it. You know what I mean? Like, literally, that's how I like to call myself, me and my uh, manager, we, we're lifestyle brokers. You know, fucking, you come to Miami, you come to L.A., you come to New York, the average motherfucker, if you know me, you're hitting my phone. Like, yo, fuck, I'm about, I'll be in New York. I could be in Texas, niggas just hit me. Like, yo, I need rentals, I need cars, I need this, I need that. You know what I mean? Gotta be, I hands to everything, you know? Okay, okay. Well, you answered my next question because I was going to say, how are you using the internet? I use the social media, and I see that you're definitely using that, you know, because I think yeah. that, that is definitely the new way. The streets make everything hot first, you know? And if you take it straight to the YouTube... It's so crazy, bro. Like, I was in L.A. I was in the... um, I'm in L.A. when fucking TikTok first, and they was in their beta stages, and they was looking for beta testers and shit like that. And it's like this whole social media shit is just weird to me. That was another reason why I fell back, bro. It's like, man, I... Like, for me to be sitting here enjoying life and just really having to pull out a phone and recording this shit. Y'all be fucking, like, you got to think about, like, those TikTokers that do the fucking, uh, uh, this is how I wake up video. Like, you got to realize, like, they literally wake up every morning, set their fucking phone up, jump back into bed, 
act like they fucking getting up record like that shit is too much for me bro this shit is wild <laughs> but we living in yeah. an era where this shit is necessary you feel me so i just find little ways where i can like make it my own without doing all the extra shit but it is definitely necessary and since i've been like you know adapting and changing and kept in this whole social media change it's been moving a little better for me i guess but it's just still like weird. I'm not really a selfie yeah. nigga, you feel me? Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I know Um, I got introduced to TikTok in 2019. I remember seeing it on my phone. I think the hell is this? And I had deleted it. And um, I got to a car accident in 2019. And my kids were in the room trying to cheer me up. You know, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear none of that. You know, I'm I'm in, I'm hurting. I don't want to laugh about nothing. Everything is serious right now. And they was like, Dad, you need to check out TikTok. You need to check out TikTok. So when I started checking it out, you know, it's, it, it brought a lot of, you know, a lot of people have gotten success off of TikTok, you know. So it's, it's yeah, definitely yo, bro, a gift and a curse, you know. My nigga, DJ, the song, I don't know if y'all ever heard fucking uh, Whoopi. My song, you know, that was my Ooh. idea, whatever, all my likenesses and all that. That shit blew up because of fucking TikTok, you feel me? Uh, yeah. TikTok in the beginning, it was just weird. Like, I thought it was just like a, a platform for you undercover gay motherfuckers to go and let their gayness out. Like, <laughs> it was like the fucking, the, all the niggas up there twerking. Oh, they got, they doing the, the, the flip the switch challenge. I remember that shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, I know yeah, this yeah. nigga don't got a fucking bra on. I know this nigga ain't in the... What? No, hell no. Yo, bro, it was like, nah, I want no parts of this. You feel me? But it's like, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, on my TikTok, like, you might catch some comedy, you might catch a bad bitch or a car or some shit me, and all of that I utilize it to promote my music, you know, with all of that, I throw my music in the background or wherever it may be. But you'll never catch a motherfucker twerking on that shit or in no fucking female or doing anything feminine. Like, this is just crazy. Right. I mean, you know, I, as you know, we already, I got to clear. Nothing against the gay people. Like, you know, <laughs> I want to do it. That's what I want to do. Like, you know, I ain't gay bashing or none. I don't need my BM going crazy. Like, <laughs> I just need my <laughs> Well, we tell everybody that this is an open forum and everybody's free to have their own opinion, you know. Right. As long as it doesn't yeah. harm, you know, everybody's free to have their own opinion. As long as it doesn't infringe <laughs> upon somebody's rights, as long as it doesn't infringe well, upon like, somebody's. What about the people? You know. What about like that shit offends me? Like real, real nigga shit. I go to my fucking son's graduation this year. Like, and I go, I have to take a piss. I'm walking to the bathroom, and I walk past a whole gay fucking classroom, bro. Like. My nigga, I was so pissed off. I wanted him to take him from out the fucking graduation. It's like, damn, I I see this at graduation. The last days we were like, y'all niggas ain't here teaching these niggas to be gay, bro. I'm 12 right. years old, 14, 13. And I feel like y'all, y'all implanting that shit in their brains and in their heads, and y'all fucking them up from a young age. Like, nigga, mm-hmm. they shouldn't even be having to worry about sex at that age, bro. Like. We wasn't right. talking about yeah. sex education until high school, like senior year high school at that, you feel me? I don't give a fuck. However yeah. you 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 think about it, nigga, fucking being gay got to do with sex. So it's like you putting that shit in their fucking head too long, bro. Like, you going, you going to Disney Channel. I like watching Disney movies with my sons and nephews and shit, nigga. Like new movie, gay, like, I don't know, bro. It's just getting crazy for me, bro. I ain't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we was talking about that earlier, you know. But we get ready to come to the ending of the show. But before we do, is there anything else you want to share or any shout-outs before we come to the closing? Um, 550, bitch, I've been in my bag, but they want to start with niggas. Like, don't make me up in the air and shoot at the really start parking niggas. Like, what the fuck wrong with nah. <laughs> Shout out to my people, man. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for having me on the show, you know. Shout out to everybody just fucking with the wave, rocking with your boy, you feel me? Like, yeah, it's regular shit. I'm like, 
appreciate the vibes, man. I appreciate the time. Appreciate the energy. Um. Well, okay, and um, what about? Uh, do you want to let um, everyone know where to get your your music, your books, um, your IG, anything? Yeah, my shit is five fifty flock five five zero F L O K K. Big five fifty. I'm five fifty flock on everything, man. Just type in five fifty flock, your boy gonna pop the fuck up. You feel me? On Amazon, if you want to grab that book, just type in five fifty flock. But the title is how to unlock your inner potential on Apple Music, Spot 50 Flock, Spotify, Fafir, even OnlyFans, Spot 50 fucking Flock, I'm there. You really? <laughs> we outside. Okay, yes. Uh, we definitely want to thank you for coming um, on the show. Uh, you can come back whenever you want to. Um, yeah, so thanks for coming. Nah, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all be safe and all that. All right, all right you, too, you uh, yeah, you as well. All right, everyone, so we are going to wrap it up, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to our show, and please stay tuned for our next episode.